Welcome everybody to the Anime DGENs podcast episode 37. Today we have two topics. First, we have a guest, Terry, who is actually just watching One Piece. This is his first anime. The man is a psychopath and went down a 1,070-something episode haul to start. And then we're going to get into Cell Game Insanity. So we'll explain both those topics as we go. How are you doing, Tyler? Doing pretty good, pretty good. Uh, devastating day in uh, fantasy football, it seems, um, and football in general. But we we here. We, we, we kicking. <laughs> awesome. So I guess let's uh, first get into a little bit of news. You got anything for us, Tyler? Uh, yeah, you want me to start out on the... I guess I'll do the chainsaw, man, since I'm not officially the Dragon Ball dude, um, apparently. <laughs> but Chainsaw Man uh, wins the best manga at the Harvey Awards for three straight years in a row. And um, that is the Harvey Awards are one of the industry's oldest and most prestigious comic book awards. So that's a pre- pretty big deal for uh, Chainsaw Man. Yeah, that's pretty impressive when three years in a row, especially with everything coming out and how banging the manga scene has been. Uh, we also have some news about a Dragon Ball. So there's a new project announced that Akira Toriyama is heavily involved with. He wrote the story called Dragon Ball Daima. Uh, and watching the trailer, it looks like the Z fighters are turned into kids. So this is giving you a little bit of the GT vibes when Goku was turned into a child again. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Wasn't GT, wasn't that just like filler though? Like it was a Dragon Ball story, not canon. Oh. Because yeah, I always heard not to watch it, so I don't know. Oh, it's not that bad. It's pretty good. It's it's fun. Okay. But awesome. So let's get into our first segment. So we got Terry with us. How you doing, Terry? I'm doing all right. Oh yeah. A little yeah. bit of, a bit of uh, same with Tyler. A little devastating football and fantasy today, but you know, <laughs> it, we're hanging that's in what, there. That's what happens when you're a Titan, Colts, or Patriots fan. So. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Now why do you have to bring Dan into that? Dan didn't say nothing about his devastating day. Uh, I know. I know. Download. He's on the same as us, so he's dealing with the same shit. But yeah, I'm not losing um, my fantasy games, so <laughs> doing a little better. <laughs> yeah, GGs. Um, but yeah, um, welcome, welcome in. Uh, this is you. You know it. You're a listener here, so let us let us know who you are, bro, and uh, what you want to be called, all that good stuff. Oh yeah, so definitely Terry's fine. I ain't got no fancy name or nothing like that i mean jeopardy winner could also be a title for me yeah Just he is our first first anime degens jeopardy winner at only watching one show uh one piece and he won our jeopardy <laughs> it was, it might have been, it was might... a slugfest of really bad anime <laughs> answers <laughs> I, i'm one of them bad answers at least three of them i would say <laughs> yeah um and a win by default that's always nice <laughs> awesome so uh when did you did you watch any anime as a kid i know you said one piece is kind of your first anime but did you watch like pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh? like any of the stuff that was on cartoon network as a kid pokemon for sure i was obsessed with pokemon my entire childhood Yu-Gi-Oh a little bit uh, i only know like some of the main things in Yu-Gi-Oh, like, you know, Blue Eyes, White Dragon, uh, the Red Eyes, Black Dragon, I think. 
and then the little magician dude. That's about the only three I know. Damn, disrespecting the dark magician off the rip. <laughs> little magician dude. <laughs> yes. He was that thing is he was my favorite. And don't even know his name right. <laughs> Damn. Right. Awesome. Any more? So, uh Digimon. I watched Digimon a lot too. Hell yeah. Digimon was lit, dude. I loved Digimon as a kid. But probably slack coming on this. I, I never was a Dragon Ball Z fan. Never could get into it. Hey, I mean, at least you watch some, so that's good enough. I, I think every childhood is filled with like Pokemon, at least Pokemon. I know you, I knew you was a big fan of Pokemon, the games at least, so Yeah, no, I was I was obsessed. Like I'm talking I had two two inch thick binders full of Pokemon cards. I had the Pokemon trading game. I had like probably two hundred of the little action figures that you could get back in the day. I had it all. And Hell yeah. not on not only that, but I used to like we have a pool out back. So I would take my like War Turtle and Blastoise and all my water Pokemon out to go swim with me. Cause like, <laughs> they had to go swimming. You know what I mean? Like I was obsessed. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I don't know what you mean, but I respect the grind. <laughs> it was bad. I had no friends. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me, okay. He's just down here like Misty. Like, I got my water Pokemon with me. I'm good to go. That's funny. Take a little dip in the pool real quick. <laughs> well, I, I thought that I knew almost everything there was to know about Terry, but now here we are. He's <laughs> telling this kind of shit online on our podcast, okay? Tyler, man, it sounds, like you, it sounds like you got to get him some water type Pokemon little figurines <laughs> for, for Christmas this year, dude. <laughs> Some uh, some uh, squirter, squir- squirtle uh, body pillows, you know, instead of That'll wafu work. pillows. So. <laughs> Please do not get him a squirtle body. <laughs> if he does, but, I'll yeah. make sure to take a picture and put it in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, speaking of that, you know, since you didn't watch many like shows besides like Pokemon to normal shit when you was growing up, like, what did you like? think of anime in general like as an adult i know i used to talk about it some when we worked together all that good stuff but what what did you truly think about it before your uh, anime grind i thought it was weird bro i ain't gonna lie to you i thought okay. most people who watched it they was weird i ain't gonna lie <laughs> i mean i'm weird so you're good there <laughs> like okay. i i didn't before starting to watch one piece i did not understand like why someone would want to watch uh, for one based on like in like Japanese, another language, like not just the cartoonish feel of it, but most of them are in another language. So if you don't watch it in that language, you got to watch subtitles. So I was like, Whoa, I feel like that's a pretty, uh, pretty common uh, view. I believe on for like non anime enjoyers. Wouldn't you say Dan? Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like fading aside though, because like you got shows like Squid Games where that was huge, and that was in Korean. So like, I think I that think, side of it's starting to go away. But yeah, I do think the whole the language part of it, I think that's really fading because a lot of 
different shows are coming out like Squid Game and stuff like that that make it big. Well, that's uh, it's always fun to see uh, what somebody's views are that you know didn't really uh, you know uh, enjoy anime. I guess you can say because. I, I never knew. I, I've always kind of liked anime. I just didn't really, uh, I just really couldn't watch it. You know, I didn't have the uh, resources available to watch it. So it's fun hearing that. Uh, but, you know, speaking of, you know, you just started watching anime or whatever. When, uh, when, when did you start and like what made you start watching anime? Uh, probably, I estimated it around about probably six months ago. I think it was when I started the One Piece grind. Would you say about 37 weeks ago? <laughs> uh, about. I actually, that's how I narrowed it down. I went back to when y'all first started this podcast. <laughs> and, and what made you start watching anime? Y'all. Yeah. Listening to y'all every week. We're changing lives, baby. I think I think this is what we set out to do, you know, is uh, you know, make people's lives better. And this is this is making your life better, is it not, Terry? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I went from obsessing over video games and sports to now all I can do is watch One Piece until I can get caught up finally. <laughs> so One Piece is the only show you've watched. Did you start it dubbed or did you start it subbed? Uh, I started it. Uh, okay. Which did you prefer? Just curious. Uh, I mean, I don't really know if I have a, like, either or. Like, I'm, I can watch either. I just got to prepare myself more if I'm watching it subbed. Yeah, you, you can't just have it on in the background if it's subtitled. Yeah. Like, did, I got to actually think about when I can watch it, and I got to prepare myself for the language because i'm listening to them and they're spouting out all kinds of words and i'm like yeah okay that meant what did that mean again and i'm looking down at the bottom of the screen <laughs> didn't you watch mashal in japanese though i did i did end up watching mashal whenever y'all covered it on the rundown okay so you have watched more than one show that's exciting yeah that was again Thanks to y'all. If it wasn't for y'all hyping it up, I probably would have never even thought about it. Well, once you get caught up with One Piece, you're going to have to keep tagging along with the weekly rundown shows because we got some fun ones this season. I know that you've been grinding, so like you probably haven't been keeping up, but you're at what? You have like, what, 20 episodes left? I think I got like 26. I'm on 10, 1054, almost done with it. Okay. So basically 1055. Okay, oh, perfect. Okay. So yeah, like you've got maybe a week or two more of One Piece if you're watching like 12, 13 episodes a week, which isn't that bad. And then you can start watching some of these other shows we're talking about. That way you're getting a more of a breath of the, you know, the genre versus just grinding out one show. You know, you can see some other sides of it. Yeah, I definitely think I'm going to, my next few shows are going to be shorter. I don't think I'm going to jump right into another thousand plus episode show <laughs> i can't there ain't many that. out there honestly no i mean if you combine like the three naruto shows that might be a thousand we ain't combining boruto with naruto <laughs> <laughs> we just ain't doing it <laughs> that'll be that'll be 
I'd have to give a second chance because I've tried watching Naruto before and I couldn't get through it. I think you can probably appreciate it more after watching One Piece because like you kind of understand some of the themes and some of the stuff you look at through anime and like what they focus on. You can get a better understanding of how the storytelling works, not just like some punk ass little blonde haired kid running around yelling dot the bio the entire time, you know? <laughs> or believe it, you know. Believe it. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, definitely um, have a different appreciation for anime now, so it might be easier. I mean, it's all downhill from where you are, man. You watched one of the best shows of the genre, so good luck. Uh, <laughs> it is. is. Not saying there's not like more peak shows out there. There is plenty of peak shows out there, but you know the journey that you just went on, One Piece, like it's probably never going to be uh, replicated. Honestly. Um, it's just a thousand plus episodes of like greatness, you know? So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to like lower my expectations for any other show I watch because let alone like setting aside the storyline, but like character development and hell, even the animations, like watching some of the animations go through. And I was just like, whoa, like that. It's definitely top tier. Especially in Wano, huh? Golly. <laughs> if you're looking for top tier animation, there's plenty of shows we can recommend that have, you know, potentially better animation, honestly. I mean, Demon Slayer has some of the best animation I've ever seen. I mean, the story's not nearly as good as One Piece, but the animation is really good. Okay. True. Uh, but yeah, uh, I guess... You know, speaking of like people uh, getting in, like you, you're a new weeb, I guess you could say. Not in a weeb, probably. You only got one. Uh, you only got like, I don't know, uh, 1,100 episodes under your belt almost, or not even that. But uh, what's, is there anything like that confuses you? Anything that you would like to know, like to ask people like me and Dan about anime since you're new to it? Well, I wouldn't say like, really confused at the moment one piece has done a really good job of easing easing that in so it wasn't like i like the power system and even the devil fruits like you don't really get confused that much with that so i guess really the only kind of questions i would have is all of the power systems is easily portrayed uh I, it really depends on the show. So, like, One Piece is pretty pretty set in stone. You have Devil Fruits, which are obscure, weird powers, and you have hockey. But then you go to a show like Hunter Hunter, where it's like, Nen is the power system. And you can basically just make your Nen whatever you want inside of a certain skill set. And it gets really complex. So there's definitely more complex power systems out there. But usually shows do a good job of explaining it. Like, Hunter Hunter has two episodes basically just... As they're learning to use that power, they explain it really well in detail. So, okay, I know uh, one of my friends actually. That was one of the shows they had recommended for me to go to after I caught up to One Piece. Yeah, I mean Dan, Dan and Bass is big fans of it. So, uh, it's the, the only thing about Hunter Hunter is that like it's not finished, right? It's like. Uh, it's like an indefinite hiatus right now, so um, because of the manga and stuff yeah. like that. So, 
Yeah, the uh, the mangaka is having some health issues, so it's been paused a few times, but it sounds like he's coming back, so hopefully he just kind of <laughs> squeezes right through the last arc and changes the story up to get it done. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it's one of the shows that I haven't really uh, finished, so I've only got like a handful of episodes into it, so. Slacking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, are maybe, there any... Sh- oh, go for it, Tyler. No, I was just like, maybe maybe I'll finally watch it one of these days, so. Definitely should, dude. So, are there any shows you have on your watch list that you're going to be watching after One Piece, or you just kind of <laughs> rolling with the punches? No, I got like I think I got uh, JJK on there for sure, and then, uh, daggum, the name just left me. Y'all covered it on one of the rundowns. It was with the two dads, and they took on the little kid. They were spies. Okay. Okay. Assassin. Assassins, but yeah. Or assassins, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, they were just hitmen. Yeah, Buddy Daddies, one of our that, favorite yeah. uh, rundown shows. Yeah, that's it. It's definitely okay. a must-watch, I think. Yeah, I really, we we all really enjoyed Buddy Daddies. That was kind of a sleeper for us. We kind of just threw it on there because we're like, oh, it'll be fun, and then it was actually really good. So, yeah, and that's you know a show like that. It's it's good that you want to watch shows like that early on because um, that introduces you to like a lot of different aspects and not just, you know, like a battle shonen or, you know, shonen like One Piece, you know, this has got the slice of life elements and like the comedy and, you know, all that stuff built into it. So it's, it's fun to watch that early on. Definitely. And I know we probably, you know, if you're looking for a show, just hop in the discord, anybody listening, if you're looking for a show to watch, just hop in the discord, let us know what you're into. And I mean, between me, Tyler, all the other people in the discord we can probably recommend a show up your alley i mean i've got i don't even know 400 shows under my belt tyler's got a bunch as well and so does everybody in the discord so you know we're always happy to help out and make recommendations but going off that i think we have a couple recommendations you should definitely get on your list what do you think tyler yeah you want me to give him give him mine yeah go for it so you know I know you said you didn't want to watch, you know, bigger shows just yet, but just keep this in mind for the future. You know, you already started on one big three, so it's time to do the other two of the big three. You got to do Naruto and Bleach, baby. You have to. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. If you are watching anime, I mean, it's kind of like... Unless you're like really not into the shonen genre, the big three's gotta be on everybody's bucket list. I mean, there's definitely some other shows you should check out first. Just because mm-hmm. you've been on that long, long, long grind. And those shows are, I mean, Naruto's what? Seven hundred episodes? Seven twenty. But it's half of its filler, so I'll just throw that out there. At least half of its filler, so yeah, and Bleach right now is probably about 366. Is that or including no. Thoughts in Your Blood Work? No, that's not including that. It's just uh, OG. So. Yeah, it's like 382 or 383 or something like that. And uh, that also has a lot of fill on it, but they're both really good shows. Um, I've got some some more obscure shows. You know, I, I didn't put the big three on my list for a reason. Um, if you're looking for an older show, definitely check out Yu Yu Hakusho. It is one of my all-time favorite animes. It's basically like the granddaddy of the tournament arc. 
So it's all okay. boxing. It's all boxing. It's fucking awesome. If you want to like dive into like that more political side of anime, like more in-depth world building story, kind of like how One Piece has, definitely check out Gundam Wing. That's a classic. That's from the 90s too. The and makeup, I, by the way. There's, gi- <laughs> there's giant robots. <laughs> oh no. I think my PTSD is kicking in. Does <laughs> have PTSD with- too? <laughs> not the Fortnite robots, <laughs> not mechas. This is nothing like that. You know, fun fact, Dan is Terry's one of the people that I played Fortnite with with the mechas. So he knows what I he knows how I feel about mechas. So <laughs> I hate that argument so much. <laughs> and then blame everything on Fortnite. <laughs> and I got I got a couple more. Just a couple another early two thousands or like. 2000 and 2010 shown and stuff and check out soul eater and fairy tale they're both soul eater shorter it's like 60 something episodes and fairy tale is another long haul that's kind of like a, a 300 something episodes show but um the characters are really well animated i'll put it that way okay okay especially the waifus yeah <laughs> big old cannons not just on the mechas and those show recommendations <laughs> Did you have but, any other shows, Tyler? Yeah, um, I actually, you know, not, you know, the crazy long big three shows. Uh, besides them, like there's a couple that I would recommend. Um, you know, I've talked about it before. Mob Psycho 100 is, you know, top 10 in my, in my, in my top 10. Uh, it does a very good job at like the animation, the fights. And the overall story, it's kind of like Buddy Daddies in that case. It just mixes together a lot of elements. And um, it's got one of the greatest main characters, in my opinion, with Reagan. Um, you can't go wrong with him. Uh, but definitely a watch. Uh, definitely a good watch. Three seasons. Uh, some people don't like the character designs, but I feel like if you don't like the character designs on it, then... Uh, and that's what turns you off of this show, then I'm not sure what to say about it. So, uh, but also speaking of like Mob Psycho 100, another good one that, uh, if you really want to like go into the comedy slash huge action is one punch man, which is by the same, uh, same people as Mob Psycho 100. So it's a really good show and it's really funny. So, yeah, One Punch Man is great. It basically just makes fun of all of these big shonen fight shows by just him punching everything and knocking it out in one punch. <laughs> now, I've seen that one before. I just never... I think I've seen videos of it, of just random times scrolling through Facebook or scrolling online, and then I'd see like a video of him fighting, and I'd be like, oh, okay. So it's his name is literally, that's what he does. Well, it's Saitama, but you know it's 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 more to it than just One Punch Man. It's about the you know uh, all the surrounding things. Yeah, sure he he like you know is capable of you know killing people or knocking them out. I don't know what what to say uh, with One Punch, but it's about the over all the other stuff. So um, how he gets there, like. He he's always trying to find something that doesn't take one punch, you know, 
and it's just very comedic, honestly, especially when Genos gets uh, uh, Genos gets uh, introduced. So, okay, well, them will definitely. I don't know about the long three, four, five hundred episode ones yet. I might have <laughs> to take a little break on them, but I will definitely keep all of them on my watch list. So if I do feel like it's time to grind again, I can at least throw one of them on. Yeah. I got a few more short ones too for you. I got fire force that is ongoing. The new season should drop next year. So you got some time to catch up. Uh, hell's paradise. One that we covered on the rundown that will introduce you to the really gory side of man anime. Cause that show is bloody as all hell. And then if you're looking for a show, that's kind of like Naruto but half is a quarter as long. Black Clover is great. Uh, Bass doesn't like that show because the main character is kind of like Naruto who's screaming his head <laughs> off, kind of annoying. But um, the characters are really fun in that one too. The fights are awesome. So that's awesome. the one you're always talking about exceeding your limit or yeah. surpassing <laughs> your limits, baby. Yeah, surpassing surpass your is. limits. Oh, Yami. <laughs> Yami's the man, dude. But yeah, I guess that's about it. You got anything else, Dan? No, Why? you want to you want to get into the the one piece is real. Yeah, the one piece is real, but can we get much higher? <laughs> so high, so high. <laughs> so since Terry's only show is One Piece, we're taking this lovely opportunity to basically dive into One Piece as a whole. We're not going to cover a lot because you can't cover you can't cover this in like 30 minutes. It's not physically possible. We're just going to talk about some of our favorite arcs, some of our favorite characters, some of the things we enjoy, don't enjoy about One Piece and kind of just chill, you know, so it should be a good time. So, Terry, you said you started watching One Piece about six months ago. Yep. What? And you're about 1050, 1055. So He's getting what, into the peak, you know, 1060s was when it started uh, going hard. Yeah. I, the show's been going hard for a long time, dude. Don't hate. Well, I mean, you know, D1 episodes, you know, some of the best episodes in One Piece history is coming up, so. Yeah, you are getting close to those. Um, So what are some of the things you, like, enjoy about One Piece? Like, what's made you stick through this grind? Uh, Like I said earlier, the character development, I think, not just for, like, Luffy, but watching Sanji and Zoro and the whole crew, plus even some of, like, the side, not I guess I shouldn't say side, but non straw hats like even Smoker and Tashigi and some of the Marines, like going back, I guess, dressed Rosa like Fujitora. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, close. Uh, even watching him, even watching him, like towards the end of that, like them developments. I, I mean, I, I guess I kind of seen it coming, but not to that extent like that alone just makes me want to keep watching like i hope it don't ever end for that reason well bad news is it is gonna end it's in the final saga um right now the manga is when we're fixing to enter the final final saga in the anime as well so um it's got an inside and in in you know coming soon so it's six. The manga is going for their six years. You got another ten yeah. years of this anime. Don't worry about it. Yeah, when I say soon, uh, we're talking. You know, it's it's coming, but you know, it's yeah, not going to be another thirty years. In the grand, 
Go ahead. I was, I was just saying, the grand scheme of things, we're coming down to the end. You know, we're it'll last thirty years, not sixty. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta keep going. I mean, we gotta see if Luffy becomes king of the pirates, and it can't be anytime soon. They gotta drag that out. I, I need that to be dragged out. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. We gotta see him before we die, Terry. <laughs> fine. I got at least a good twenty, thirty years left. I think I have at least six left in me. I'll be good to go. <laughs> you might be out of luck. True. At least I'll, I'll see the manga to the end. No worries. <laughs> so, um, go ahead, Dan. I was going to say, so since you've enjoyed the show so much, is there any chance you're going to pick up the manga and read it? I, I don't. I doubt it. Now I ain't gonna like completely rule it out because I'm just I'm not much of a reader type of person, so I don't know if I'd ever want to like pick it up and actually read about the show when I could just watch it. But Terry, it's pictures. It's a picture it's book. Pictures. It's oh, comics. It's <laughs> yeah. I don't know then. Maybe it's, it's like a comic <laughs> book. If you don't know what manga is, it's basically a comic book but backwards. Literally, yeah. In Japan, they read uh, right to left instead of left to right. So it's definitely weird when you first start doing it. Like, if you actually buy a physical copy, it's so bizarre to hold a book backwards. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That that would really mess me up, I'm sure. Yeah, just remember, if you ever do read it, uh, make sure you get in touch with, uh, you know, Dan or I um, to tell you how to read it. It's, you know, right to left, top to bottom. So, uh it's definitely uh, it's de- it's definitely a learning curve, honestly, reading manga. But I feel like you learn pretty fast once things start not making sense. So, yeah. And if you buy manga, it's actually hilarious. Like a lot. Like I don't know if they still do it, but in the olden days, they used to put if you opened it backwards, it would literally have a "Hey, you're reading in the wrong direction" on the <laughs> inside of the back cover. <laughs> That's something for like people like me, right there. That well, would be tragic. Like you just go to Barnes and Noble and pick it up. You don't know, and yeah. like you've got to like understand it. So it's definitely weird reading it when you first start. I mean, I feel like it's got to have that though, because you know that'd be tragic. You open it to the last panel of the manga, which is usually, you know, pretty. It's usually kind of uh, cliffhangers too, the way they do it. So um, it'd be tragic to just open it up and see. Oh wait, you know. What, what's going on? <laughs> well, thankfully, you're not going to start with the last volume. You're going to start with volume one regardless, you know? <laughs> you think Terry uh, would start at volume one? Well, it's not like if you go to a store and you're like, oh, I'd like to check this series out. You don't buy 18 or 19. You go back and you buy volume one. So True. Some people might, though. You never know. Weird yeah, people out like, there. It's not like one big thing it's kind of like a book series one piece would be like the size of my adian's desk oh if you put it down on a table (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i guess uh i mean i definitely would recommend checking out the manga though terry if especially if you if you can't wait to learn more but like i said it is a learning curve so it's not for everyone, but 
Um, but speaking of that, do you like have any like questions about One Piece that were you know in general? Uh, no, no. I like I said, One Piece has done an amazing job, especially for a first-time watcher. Like there wasn't much I was really confused on. I think I might have got hung up on a few times. I've had to message you on Facebook or something to clarify something. But <laughs> for the most part, it's been pretty straightforward. Hey, this is this. This is how this works. And it's like, okay, cool. Got it. A lot of the times Terry would be messaging me, asking me about shit that was spoilers. I'm like, do you want me to tell you this? It is a spoiler, bro. <laughs> Keep watching, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I can't wait. But yeah, well, I guess uh, we'll get into the our, some of our favorite uh, favorite stuff of One Piece because you know we need to convince more people to watch One Piece. Honestly, and this this is kind of what this segment is about is to maybe make people uh, you know want to watch One Piece. But with that being said, we'll try our best not to like do too much uh, hardcore spoilers. Uh, there probably will be some though, so. Uh, but I would say that you're probably fine if you listen to it and, you know, you haven't started watching it yet. So you'll probably forget by the time you get to it. Maybe. I just, I just want to go ahead and throw that in there for that reason. I think I was listening to the podcast for two, three, maybe a whole month actually, before I actually got started watching One Piece. And now that I'm getting to the points where y'all started on and I mean I'm I'm really not remembering all the stuff y'all talked about. I remember some but not nothing that spoiled any of the surprises or the big moments that's happened. Yeah, and even us talking about it isn't going to like encapsulate the moment that we talked about, you know, like we've had so many times in this podcast for like you just got to go watch this episode. Like, there's just too much action for us to be able to even put it into words, you know? Yeah, uh, I guess let's just get right into it. Um, so I guess we'll start on our favorite arcs. Um, we're just going to go through and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, talk about our favorite arcs. I think we got a couple of piece. Uh, you want to start us out, uh, Dan? Yeah, so my favorite arc in One Piece... Still, to this day, is Marine Ford, The Summit War. This is kind of the culmination of the first half of One Piece coming to a close. And uh, this arc just had so many emotions in it. Like, the action was incredible. Like, the desperation from, like, Luffy and the entire team trying to do what they were doing. It's just awesome. And it kind of really, this is like the moment with One Piece when I was like, wow, I can actually feel the emotions of these people so much more than I ever thought I would. And this was the one that really, like, I mean, I don't want to say got me hooked, because I was hooked from Arlar and Park on, but <laughs> it was just, it's still my favorite arc. Like, I've gone back and watched this arc a couple times, and it's just, it's an incredible, incredible storytelling in this arc. Yeah, I, I can honestly say, like, Water 7 and all those parts, the, the best way I can describe it is, like, it's when One Piece 
takes off its training wheels basically and it just gets it just the shit just gets so serious at that point and it's just it just enters another level it's like you enter a the second gear you know literally at that point and um it just keeps on going up and that's just way water seven is yeah, if Water 7 is taking the training wheels off, Marine Ford is putting a slap in a V8 <laughs> engine on that bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know who doesn't like Water 7 and, you know, in the following arcs. It's just one of the best out there. So. And definitely Water 7 was fantastic. But I don't know. Marine Ford was just something else for me, you know, like the huge war. You have the Whitebeard Pirates. You have so many big players in One Piece show up at one island and it's just an all-out battle and it was just awesome like the amount of people from the one piece cast at this one spot at once was crazy and see with me like water seven i'm weird about it like i clump all of them together i clump water seven you know marine ford enos lobby all of them into one and call it water seven so wasn't there an arc between Water 7 and Eddie's Lobby in Marine Ford? Um, it was uh, Impel Downs, right? I thought Thriller Bark was in there. No, Thriller Bark is uh, right before the time skip. Or no, it is. Uh, yeah, Thriller and, Bark happens um, and then Amazon um, Lily. before Marine Ford because, you know, everybody gets sent away or whatever. So, and Luffy's yeah. on his own, blah, 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 you know. Well, that's Sabayote. So, it's like yeah. Water 7, Eddie's Lobby, Thriller Bark, Amazon, or... Thriller Bark, Sabayote, Amazon Lily, and then Marine Ford and Impulled Down, I think. Oh, we don't. We don't. I, I don't acknowledge Thriller, thriller Bark. <laughs> oh, that's my least favorite arc in the anime. <laughs> yeah, same. Oh, well, same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Do, do you think it's the least favorite because, you know, you're coming off the Water 7 and Enos Lobby high? And you're binging all that like so hard, and then you just get dropped in the thriller bark, and you're just like, oh, okay. I think, think that's I think that's what it is. It's just you come off such a high, such an emotional, impactful like arc, and then you're just on some goofy ass little like zombie Halloween land <laughs> with some stupid fucking warlord who goes she 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 the entire time, and I'm like, get me out of here. <laughs> and not just that, like right after, then you go back up. Because like you said, you got Marine Ford and Sabiote and all them right after. So it's like it just got smacked in the middle of peak on both sides of it. Yeah, um, with me, like, you know, Thriller Bark, I actually, when I hear Thriller Bark, there was a couple funny moments, whatever. But it actually caused me to take like a month, month, maybe two month, like break of, for One Piece because... I was just like, I just can't, you know, I, I just watched, uh, I only know how many episodes, like three, three, four hundred, I don't know, in a row. And then I hear Phil Bark and I was like, no, nah, let me, let me, like, I can't watch this. I don't feel like watching this right now, you know? Yeah, I, with Thriller Bark, I mean, it had, it had good moments, don't get me wrong, but I think it did lack the wow factor, but it did have one of my favorite fights in it. So I can't say it is my least favorite art, but it turned out one of my favorite fights. So I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. Okay. Yeah, and Thriller Bark did give us one of one of the one of the funniest straw hats in Brooks. So like, it did have its positives, 
but overall it was just such a like a change in like we came off a high went to a, a low and like went right back up to a massive high so like that being in the middle just makes it feel like it's so much worse than it actually is you know yeah and uh you know not talking about like the water seven enos lobby marine ford like dan was talking about but my favorite arc um not counting those is actually dress rosa and i'm so glad i didn't have to see this live you know i was able to watch it straight through because i hadn't you know started at the time but you know i love dress rosa the fact that we got to see you know doflamingo which is you know one of my favorite characters and we also got to see lucy if y'all remember what i'm talking about and gear four as well uh which is like phenomenal um you know, sides to see. And one of the, my favorite things about Dress Rosa 2 is Law is playing a big part in it. And everybody knows how much I like Law too. So uh, yeah. it's just an overall great arc for me. Not only that too, we get the return of Sabo after yeah. what happened during Marine Ford. Like that was so emotional for Luffy. And, it, you know, like it just made you feel so happy as a person who enjoys the show. Not only the return of Sabo, I think that's the first time we really got to learn about Sabo, right? Yeah, that was the first time they started talking about him again since. When was it? That was way early. On. I don't even know if you, anybody knew about Sabo really until like around that time. Everybody thought that Ace was his only brother, right? Yeah, like he was Sabo, unless you paid attention well yeah no no you're right they ain't really introduce them i don't think like really introduce them yeah because go ahead the luffy like childhood arc mini arc was kind of in the middle of that right i think so yeah because that's what they showed all three you know and uh you know hooked uh sabo back in there because i don't think we've seen sabo really before that Maybe glimpses of him or something, but um, we didn't really know the exact exact extent of him um, or what he had become. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, like, um, did did you already say your favorite arc, Terry? No, no, no. I was my my favorite probably. I I don't know. Like I said, I got three picked out because it was hard to pick, but I think <laughs> I still got to stick with Arlong. Like that's just. I don't know what it is about it. That's the it hooked me. It showed me what Luffy was about as a character and I was I was over from there. That was it was time to grind after that. Oh yeah. You know what I call Arlong Park? I call it the point of no return. Because once you get past Arlong Park, there ain't no coming back. <laughs> no. No, it's over after that. Your life is over. It is now <laughs> encapsulated by one piece. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people like you just gotta get the 30, 30 some odd episodes and even though the first 30 episodes isn't bad it's just if you get to the 30 some episodes to get to Arlong Park like you just you just won't stop it just it's hooked you're guaranteed at that point so definitely I think I, I got hooked a little earlier I got hooked at the um, Baratier okay yeah Mihawk <laughs> Mihawk, like um, co the comp. What's the Commodore's Creed. name? 
yeah don krieg like that those fights were awesome and just seeing luffy actually struggle and like there be some bigger baddies out there it kind of sets the tone of like yeah luffy's strong but there's a lot more powerful pirates out there and we're only gonna get more strong from here so it gave it gave a good context for me and got me excited to keep watching yeah, yeah. Uh, arlong arlong kind of did that for me too because once he got to arlong and he's he started off which the excitement factor of luffy kicked in and that's how, that's how i think he started off that fight kind of winning and then arlong was like all right hold up now you you might be strong but you ain't ready yet and then started <laughs> fighting back and then that's kind of when i was like okay so luffy ain't just gonna walk through this and it's gonna be two you know 20 30 episodes of nothing because luffy just walks through here and just flicks people and knocks them out yeah, it's a horrible matchup, though, for Luffy, honestly, at that point, because he's a fish man. And, you know, Luffy has devil fruit powers. So that means, you know, water and all that stuff. Like, it just, it's just a bad matchup, honestly. But, you know, we all know what happens. We, you know, for his friends, anything is possible. So, power of friendship. Shown <laughs> in anime 101, baby. <laughs> But I guess uh, I guess we kind of already talked about our least favorite arc. Uh, I think we collectively agreed that Thriller Bark wasn't it. So, uh, I guess we go on to the, like the the favorite OPs and stuff like that. Um, do you have any favorites, Dan? Yeah, I've got two that I really like. I don't really have any that I don't like, but we are just like that song. It's just perfect. It just sets the vibe for One Piece so much. And then I also really like Kokoro no Chizu, which was the Water 7 opening, number 5. Okay. I think those are my two favorite. Yeah, We Are is actually the first... Uh, ain't that the first um, OP, Rod? Yeah, it's the first one. Then they brought it back like three times yeah. remixed. <laughs> yeah. And as far as me, like... Uh... All the Water 7, like Ina's Lobby and all of them, all the ones around what you just said... Like um, brand new world, for example, it's it's right there in the middle too. Uh, I think it's Enos Lobby actually. That's that's one of my favorites of all time. Is brand new world? Big fan of that one. Uh, I, like I said, maybe it's some do with uh, you know, Water Seven Enos Lobby. You know, th those are huge arcs. So it's got to have a banger OP, I think. Uh, and I also really like uh the newest one, the most recent one. That is one of my favorites of all time, honestly. So, especially once it uh, starts to like the higher tempo in the middle of the song, and then it starts doing all the animation stuff, like uh, like blinking, I guess, or whatever, and the fast, fast animations and stuff. That's just so wonderful, bro. But that's definitely one of my not one of my top five. The last, the, the recent opening, I think. It was just kind of a different vibe because we were coming down to the end of Wano, you know. Yeah. What well, like the last stuff? The last two, uh, the last two of Wano, though. The last two before this new recent one is some of my favorites too. So. Yeah, I, you, I think I got. Uh, I just went down there and I was trying to. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I haven't really been paying attention to the openings until <laughs> I hopped in here with tyler a little bit before this and i seen that was on here i was like oh okay 
well, hold up now. Let me go back through and <laughs> listen to these because I've been trying to catch up so fast that I've just been skipping them. I told Terry, I said, God, you're going to get flamed so bad. You're a, you're a OP skipper. I skip OPs all the time, dude. No, not, not peak OPs, bro. What are y'all doing? When you're binging a show and you're watching like 15 episodes a day, you do not need to listen to the same songs 15 times, dude. If they're now, good, will, you do. I will say, there's, <laughs> I, I got down some that actually, I had it while I was doing my little notes. I had YouTube in the back of all the opening scenes. And when one of them would really catch my ears i would i would jot it down real quick so i mean i picked out three but i only wrote down like the what the opening was it was like opening number 11 number 22 and then the one before the most recent which is 24 okay so them three were like the ones that really was like okay i, I like these i mean the one that starts out with the hat you know the last uh the last op we had it's it's actually like i said it's really good um you know uh, I don't know the name of it, honestly. Uh, but yeah, it's all really good. The only one I really didn't like was uh, Bon Voyage. I, I couldn't stand that OP. Uh, and that song brings back so many good memories, dude. I just, I can't, I just couldn't do it, bro. I don't know if it was just because it was a lot of talking. The visuals wasn't that good. I just never could like get through it much. Uh, and honestly, like the whole Cake Island OPs, they they would just like very forgettable to me so i don't know if we kind of picked the same one but i just jotted down one it was opening number nine i don't know if that's around that same time frame that you're talking about but i literally wrote to the side of i was like kind of upset at myself for skipping all these because they're actually pretty good (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean uh i didn't really skip a whole lot like i at least watched them a handful of times and if I really liked them, like I watch them almost every time. Like y'all don't understand, like uh, you know, at work I would just be listening to like Brand New World, for example. I would have that on my work playlist, and it would play several times a day in my twelve-hour time. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I guess we get into like our favorite characters. Dan, you want to start yeah. it out? So, you know, I'm a simple guy. My favorite character is obviously the main character, Luffy, number one <laughs> all time. But uh, I really like Law as well. Um, I think their relationship is really fun. So it brings Law into it. Law has some really cool abilities with his double fruit, and he is just ripped out. Really is. But yeah, uh, other than like, obviously, you know, Zoro and Luffy is, you know, my go to's. But uh, Law is also one of my really favorites. Dan picked him. And I said Doflamingo earlier. He's one of my favorite all-time villains in anime, honestly. And But to talk about someone that I haven't talked about, it's actually Yamato. Yamato is a really fun character for me. Um, you know, she's got a really cool personality. And, you know, she's the kid to one of the most powerful pirates in the world, but she doesn't want to be with him. You know, she wants to be Odin. And that gets into the fact that there's only like two characters in one piece that does this. And I think Yamato does it really well. 
and it's like the trans the whole trans thing you know she she's actually a, a woman but she identifies as a man and and uh i think they really done that do, do that well with yamato so yeah it's a much different effect than the um kiku oh no i'm talking way oh. back i'm thinking like the uh the island that Santi trains on. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like Kama, <laughs> I don't know. Kamakura, Kamakura Island or whatever. Yeah, that was and in the fillers and stuff. I didn't, I didn't really watch those fillers. That wasn't really fillers. Was just training arcs, dude. Yeah, I, I didn't really watch them. <laughs> and then, but you also had um, during Impel Down, they had that whole community hidden between two of the floors. Yeah, and I think it's funny that you say Yamato trans because like I don't think she thinks she's a man. She just thinks she's Kozuki Odin. <laughs> yeah, that, but you know she identifies as you know uh, Odin's son. I mean, uh, uh, as Kato's son. She says her mo- multiple times. Yeah. You know, the, all the people even call her his son. And you know, you know, spoilers to Terry. You know, I'm not really gonna say it, but the latest episode. You know, it, it just confirms. You know that oh, she yeah. she thinks of herself as a man. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, I, I we'll talk about that a little bit more on the rundown uh tomorrow so definitely yeah i think um they do a really good job with that and compared to the other characters who are very flamboyant like bon clay and everybody else you know it's a very different vibe you get from her Him. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely uh i mean I, I like i said i feel like they do her character very well and she stands out a lot because yeah. there ain't many, uh, I think there's <laughs> only Kiku. Like I said, Kiku is one of them that does uh, something like that too right now. So, but yeah, I that's... It was Izzo. Are, aren't you talking about the samurai? Well, both of them. Yeah. Izzo Kiku just kind of, yeah, Kiku is a man who yeah. full on thinks she's a lady. And then Izzo is more just a crossdresser, I think. Remember, uh, remember that, uh, you know, spoilers too. <laughs> I thought you was gonna, I thought you was gonna say something, Dad. I was like, uh, no, yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, you know, Izu, he, I don't think, just like Dan said, I think he just like cross dresses. I don't think he really thinks himself of, of the, he's the other gender. I don't think, right? So, I don't think I so, thought, yeah, because they say they're brother and sister, correct. Yeah, and Kiku is the very feminine one. That's the really right. tall one. That's so well. Do, are we gonna do a spoiler with the with the fight that Kiku just had? Can I can I say that? Or I think you're mixing the names. I think you're just mixing the names up. Izo's got the guns, and Kiku's got the yeah. swords. Yeah, but they call it. It's to me. It's like a girl. Sorry, no. Izo has the guns. Kiku has the sword. Yeah, Izzo's the one that they, she calls brother. Yeah. But he looks like a girl to me. But he's a man and he cross-dresses. Okay, okay. But I think, <laughs> okay. but I think he, um, like I said, uh, the one, he don't um, think of himself as the other one. He just dresses like that, you know what I mean? Whereas Kiku, on the other hand, he... They they think of themselves as the other gender, you know, and they're like Yamato, so they're full oh, on, you know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. 
Awesome. So, Terry, who's your favorite character? I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go Keenamon. What? He's Yeah. Yeah. He's one of my favorite. And it's... I'm going to keep it short for this, because it's literally... Not only can he cut fire, so that's pretty cool. But I love, especially right this last... I don't know, 20, 30 episodes ago, he, you know, he made a plan and it went completely haywire, but everybody still was like, you, you did that on purpose, didn't you? And he was like, yeah, yeah. Knowing the whole time he definitely did not. (laughs) And that just, that sealed it for me. I was like, yep, I like him. I like him a lot. No, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody say Keenamon was their favorite One Piece character, obviously outside of the main characters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Luffy is definitely number one for me on my favorite characters, but I just wanted to pick other ones outside yeah. of the main. Because Zoro, I got Zoro too. Yeah, He's, of course. And then I got another little <laughs> low key one. I got Brooke on mine as well. Brooke's okay. one of my favorite characters. Yo ho ho ho. Just for the fact of his <laughs> jokes. But <Punch>, fun. <laughs> Can I see your panties? <laughs> that and just the whole if my if I had eyes, they would be falling out of my head right now. Just you know, all of his jokes about being a skeleton, just I don't know, something about they, it. They never get old, that's for sure. They really don't. And you know what even makes it even better is when he's doing his jokes and punchlines with Nico Robin. That is the best shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i guess I, I think we all talked about uh some of our favorite characters i guess do you have any like least favorite like characters that you hate dan gecko moria gecko moria <laughs> I, just I, so I, I just hate gecko moria dude <laughs> like it's just so annoying because like you, they show flashbacks of him like fighting kaido and shit when he's a young pirate and like his design was pretty hard, and then he just became this giant balloon like looking vampire man with the most annoying laugh I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> true, true. I mean, I, I tend to try to forget a lot about Thriller Bark. Um, the only thing I really remember about Thriller Bark was uh, you know, Luffy pushing a zombie back down in the grave. So, that was funny. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, and Brooke, obviously. But um, I guess I mean, for me, um, my one of my least favorites is Momo. I hate Momo. <laughs> Momonosuke with, with a passion. <laughs> Momo's a kid, bro. Momo's a kid, dude. Leave him alone. I mean, I, I know I, I get it. You know, he's like eight, but... I mean, you're the you're a samurai of Wano. You're the kid of the legendary Odin. You're eight. You know? Yeah, he ain't got there yet. You Odin know what it is. No, Odin is probably rolling over in his grave each time he <laughs> takes a look at Momo. You Not know what lie. it is. You know what <laughs> it is. <laughs> Tyler here is just jealous that Momo gets to go <laughs> take a bath with Nami and Robin. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to continue that sentence, but yeah. (laughs) That's a fair assumption. He's just salty. Mm, Okay. Terry, Terry, who's your least favorite? 
Oh man, look, I done told you I was bad at names. I don't Akinu Akainu. Oh, okay, okay. Most Magma hated guy. man in One Piece. The most yeah. hated person in One Piece. I just I don't I don't know. I guess it's the same as everybody else. I just don't like him as a whole. Like not only did he but oh. That's a spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. I, I don't know how else to put that. You know what I mean? Like, I guess I could have said a very important person. My fault. I can go block it out. It'll be funny. Yeah, okay. he can beep it like he did me that one time. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Not only that, just I don't like him as a person, like at all. I think he's, a he, bitch. he's not a bitch. He's a fucking boss. <laughs> I think what it is, is he's such a steadfast character in his own definition of justice. And through that fact, people don't like him because his definition of justice is the polar opposite of Luffy's definition of freedom. So I think that's why people don't like him. But I mean, he's not like a badly written character or anything like that. No, no, no. Like he fits what he's supposed to fit. Like he fits exactly what he's supposed to be doing. Like he, I don't know if they could have made a better person for his spot in the anime but at the same time i wish they would have tried <laughs> <laughs> okay um i was really hoping someone would say buggy because i love to hate him so <laughs> I feel like that uh that's just a known fact no one really likes buggy <laughs> i love buggy <laughs> I, oh, no. I love to hate him. Like I, we nah, got a love hate relationship. So, like early buggy was so annoying. So, that's I ain't gonna lie. I, that's why it's funny. I, I was happy for him to become a warlord. We'll have to bleep out that too. But no, that's fine. no, that's fine. That that fact is, I was actually proud of him. Oh, just because I knew, I just knew that's like he wanted that so bad. Oh, just wait, dude. It gets even better. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, the people don't know yet, Dan, I don't think. So I don't think I, they've I, talked I, about it, right? I didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. No, they haven't. I think that's next up. episode, though. So It's definitely coming up soon. Well, they, they you know, showed the newspaper in this one, so it oh. has to be next episode. Yeah, it's definitely next episode. The next episode's going to be a treat. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. So y'all... Ha- it ain't even really happened yet, what you're talking it, about. It, it, it yeah. happened a year ago in the manga. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Shit. I mean, Buggy, just the luckiest man in One Piece, bro. <laughs> Suffering. <laughs> Suffering from success, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know, going on, what uh, what's some like unique characters that you... That that you think are unique, but obviously didn't make your like list of favorites and all that good stuff. Yeah, I think for me, my first one, you've already mentioned him, but Doflamingo is probably one of the best villains in anime. He's right up there with in, with Aizen for me from Bleach. Uh, he's just cold, man. And they did such a good job of writing him as of someone you absolutely don't like. But his drip is just so clean. Yeah. He's a drip god, man. Dude, he's the, the drip god. The dopey walk is just timeless. <laughs> he's like he's like Gojo, right? He's got kind of like a Gojo walk. <laughs> what do you, you know? Mean? You know just... the bad part about it is, you know, like even though he is this cold-hearted person, then it goes like back, and you see everything back in his 
young days. He was still a dick. Like, and it's like, I don't know, man. Like, would he turned out the same? Like, it's a Terry, what if. Terry, we don't defend mass murderers. No, we don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It might not be all his fault. You know what I mean? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the same Dress Rosa I did, bro? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not blaming his father for that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> There's something else going on there, Terry. I don't know. Like he he might have been messed up anyways, but that definitely helped into turning him into the cold hearted. Okay. Well, you're not uh, wrong. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess I'll get into my doubt now that we know that Terry loves mass murderers. So, uh, Oof. One, <laughs> one, of, one of my characters I think is really unique is actually Boa Hancock. Uh, you know, Amazon Lily obviously is like a very interesting place. It's an interesting culture too, you know, uh, with the Amazon ladies and stuff. Um, but her devil fruit, like, it's the love, love fruit. And basically anybody that's attracted to her, you know, can be turned into stone. And that's just so interesting. Her, her relationship with Luffy is also another thing that's very interesting because it's such one sided. Um, but you know, Luffy, I guess don't reciprocate those feelings because you know, he's obviously not, he's, he's still rubber. So, you know, <laughs> it's not fed <right> off. <laughs> but I I just I just really think that she's very unique, especially the whole, you know, looking down while looking up or looking down so much that she looks up. That's that's really unique too. So definitely one of my mo- more unique characters, I feel like, in One Piece. Well, you Terry. Uh I went, I don't, I don't know if mine's another common one or not, but I went with Fujitora just for the, I like the fact that he is Navy, but at the same time, he, again, see, I'm bad at this whole, I'm not trying to do spoilers thing, but explaining my reasoning for picking these characters is kind of hard at the same time. But I think, I think as long as you don't like mention any like major deaths, you know, yeah, you're fine. Oh, okay. then you're okay. okay. Like, like the one thing that you mentioned earlier, like that's, that's <laughs> a, you know, a very popular person. We ain't you gonna know? talk about it. And, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I might have messed up there. A good thing <laughs> we can fix it. Yeah. But anyway, we'll just leave you out. So <laughs> it's fine. But no, with him deciding, like, the whole time towards the end of Dressrosa to go after him, to not go after him. And then when he finally decides to go after him, he uh, ends up letting him go. And I, I find that like really amazing that that's one of their number one people they're after right now. And he's like, you know what? He did the right thing in this country. So I'm going to do the right thing and pay him back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I uh, think with a lot of the Marines, it's all about their own personal sense of justice. I mean, between Garp and everybody else too, you know, that's kind of the main point of the Marines and like their character portrayal. You know, it's their own sense of justice and how they feel about everything else. 
Okay. Um, what do what do we got next? Uh, what do what are we doing next? The fights? I guess. Yeah, I guess we can run next. through it real quick, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my favorite fight is still Katakuri versus Luffy during Whole Cake Island. I love that fight. Uh, the introduction introduction of Gear Four Snake Man is just still one of the best moments in One Piece for me. Um, I think like it was really amped up. And the fighting animation in Wano is a lot better, but I think this fight was just so well-grounded in what it actually was. Um, it helps a lot, too, if you go watch it. Like, go find a cut on YouTube where it's, like, the fight straight through, not, like, six minutes an episode and then, like, other stuff. Six minutes an episode and then other stuff. Like, you just gotta watch it straight through. It's an awesome fight. Yeah, the thing about fights is, you know, we're gonna... We're obviously saying our favorites, but the best thing about fights is you have to go watch it. So we can't really talk a whole lot about it because, you know, they're fights. So, um, but one of my favorite is actually Luffy versus Rob Lucci. That is in Water 7. Um, or it might, it might be Enos Lobby. I forget. Um, but yeah, there's one of my overall favorite fights. Uh, just, it just goes hard. So, uh, what about you, Terry? I think I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Zoro and, either one of y'all remembers the ghost samurai that he fought on thriller to get the oh, yeah. shoe sway yeah yeah that that by far i i think that's a really good fight for zoro because he's wanting to be you know top swordsman of the world and these samurais are from wano and they're supposed to be top tier so him having to face one at that point I think it really said a lot about how he was growing anyways. Oh, definitely. The fight against Ryumo was awesome. And I mean, that is like the legendary swordsman from Wano. So like, it's really cool that they call back to that in Wano and they have all that history with, uh, with uh, his sword and everything else too. So I'm really glad you know the name of the person. Cause <laughs> I, I, I'm not good. I told y'all. <laughs> names names stick with me for some reason there's a lot of the one piece like if it's a main name i can i got it but if you ask me like who the swamp swamp fruit guy is i can't tell you is that the one that like uh sneaks into barrels and shit yeah that's slime ball yeah, yeah I, I don't know his name either he don't he's very present in uh <laughs> in uh fishman island right yeah yeah um I guess I guess to get you know finish this up kind of. Um, was there any like favorite moments that you really liked that stood out above the rest that we haven't already like talked about hit on? I mean, for me, there's too many, man. Uh, like the walking scene in Arlong Park. You have a Robin saying, "I want to live." Usopp shooting down the world government flag, like. Luffy punching a celestial dragon, like all those moments just go so fucking hard, dude. Yeah. Um, you know, all of them, you know, was some of my favorite moments too. Uh, but one that uh he didn't mention was actually the scene with Luffy and Usopp, you know. Uh that was oh, a yeah. very touching scene that I feel like had to happen at some point, especially with what was going on at the time. Uh but yes. Yeah, Definitely one of my, uh, I, I don't even want to say favorite moments. It's just a, it was just a good moment. It was just a good storytelling moment. What about you, Terry? Yeah, I got, I got two of them that I 
well, I guess it's more than two for my second part, but I got when they first all met back up after their little two year training regimen. And then <laughs> my I don't I don't know what it is about it, but almost every interaction between Luffy and Momo, like the moments are like what I think Luffy being not really that old either, but he's having to be like the dad over Momo. It just <laughs> it, it it makes me laugh almost every time because everybody else is like, please don't go so hard on him. Don't be so harsh. Luffy's like, nah, forget that. We're going we gonna to tell this little kid what he needs to do, and he's either going to do it or he's going to do it. That's the only cho- choices he has. <laughs> so you like two-piece, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got out of that. You like two-piece after the, uh, you know, after the uh, time skip. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Don't ever well, yeah. bring them up. <laughs> I love the Chopper's interaction with Two Piece. That that was one of the funniest <laughs> shit ever. So it's just a freaking fox with a hat on. <laughs> Chopper's like, is that really you, Luffy? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I guess I guess that's about it for that. Um, but to finish it off, Terry. If you had to try to get someone to watch One Piece, being a new One Piece fan yourself, what would you say to them? How would you convince them to watch a thousand plus episodes? I mean, we, we've touched on it a few times, but like we said, I mean, early One Piece isn't nothing like that shoots straight off the charts. Like, it's not something that as soon as you turn it on, you're instantly hooked. Like, you got to give it a little bit. Like, it's not, but if you can. If you can force your way through to at least Arlong Park, you get past Arlong and you see them peak moments in that arc, I I don't think you'll want to turn it off after that. And if you do, then I I don't know. I don't think there is any talking you into watching it. <laughs> True. I got you. Well, awesome. So, uh, Bass, you want to get us into Cell Game Insanity? Let's get it, my guy. So, next, guys, we have Cell Game Insanity. And you guys know the Cell Game. Cell Games. It's a classic tournament where Cell challenges the Z Fighters to 1v1s. To one, fuel his ego, but to also test his own body. So, in this segment, we're going to be looking to find fighters from across anime to go against Cell in our own tournament. So this could either be someone we think would have funny banter with him or somebody we think could actually give him a run for his money. But boys, you need to tell me, you need to tell me what you got. (laughs) Tyler, you want to start us off? Yeah. So I'm going to get straight right down into it. We're going to go with the man himself. Say Tama one punch, man. It's a wrap. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, this makes sense. Um, he has a like legit shot at winning the cell games. Uh, okay. And he would actually probably be a very great comedic relief too, honestly, after watching a couple seasons of it. This would be such a one sided boring fight because <laughs> Cell would go so hard. And then Saitama would literally just punch him. Yes. And, Saitama would be there, be there picking his nose until he had to go get groceries. <laughs> and then, but, 
it punched straight through that one little tiny bit of cell, the, the one micron size cell inside of cell that he needs to regenerate and just be obliterated. So it'd be a wrap. Yeah, but I mean, it's uh, it's the, you know, the time, the build up time, you know, the uh, the stand around waiting for that to happen time. That would be hilarious because, you know, Saitama is just different. Like he, he does stupid shit while he's playing around with them, basically. So literally built different. Yeah. 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 But one is a legend. Yeah. And, you know, one of my main reasons for picking Saitama, every time any kind of fight 1v1 is going on on the internet, it could be Goku, it could be Luffy, it could be anybody. You you name one person, you know, in a 1v1, and everyone in the comment section is, is like, 60% of them are saying Saitama. Okay. There's a reason, you know. There's a reason why Saitama's name is up in the comment sections of every power scaling, fighting shit out there. So, I mean, his whole gag is like he's got to be overpowered. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And um, you know, um, it just it's just he's just OP, bro. He's one punch man, and he's strong as hell. And apparently, in the manga, um, you know, I didn't really read. I don't read the manga, and but I read, uh, I done a little research, and in the manga, minimal spoiler spoilers. He's, uh, he's apparently around galaxy level, galaxy destroying level. <laughs> I love that. So, I absolutely love that. So I guess he couldn't beat Goku as Goku is now. Then though. I mean, uh, the internet says otherwise, bro. <laughs> bro Goku is like multi-dimensional at this point with how many fucking things he can destroy. He's he's just gone. Well, uh, and I'll and I'll say this, you know, he's at galaxy level, and he's not even trying his hardest yet because he hasn't come across anybody to put him at his hardest level. That's true. So I will okay. say that. So this is this is off of you know internet uh, research. Without with minimal spoilers, you, we're talking Reddit and stuff like that. So we're talking about opinions. Um, but I mean, you know, this is where we get all of our information, anyways, is opinions because you know, Cell and Saitama is never going to 1v1. So, okay, okay. I, I like that you went with the ass kicking, uh, the ass kicking route right out the gate. Um, I, I like came in strong. Yeah, came I like in the strong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Saitama got a legitimate chance at winning, bro. So even he, against Perfect yes. Cell. So yeah, it's and it's always hard to like find characters that like can actually fight like the upper tier of the Dragon, Dragon Ball, Z Ball. world. Yeah, yeah, it's always super fucking hard. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, that's who I got, and uh, uh, yeah, he's, he's just the best choice in my opinion. So. Excellent. I like it. I like it. Dan, what you got for us? Yeah, I was going to pick Saitama just because he <laughs> is an ass-kicking machine. But you never said we had to box. So I'm thinking a little game of Duel Monsters. And I'm picking my boy Yugi Moto. Because I think he could easily <laughs> beat Cell at a game of Duel Monsters. <laughs> he pulled out the Exodia, bro. 
You ain't you ain't stepping against Exodia, dude. I mean, Yugi is like the king of ass pulls. He breaks the rules of the card game all the time. It don't matter. He's the main character. <laughs> he can do what he wants. You know what, Dan? I just had my, you know, he checks his notes moment. When you said you said they didn't have the box, I was like, wait a second. I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> I was like literally looking at my notes. I was like, wait a second. Good, good way to skirt around the rules. I, I really like the creativity. <laughs> but Cell's an incredibly intelligent being. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to call him. Android. Synthetic android. So I think he could definitely pick up the game quick. And I think he could give a lot of duelists a run for their money. But you can't beat the king of games, dude. His ass pulls are just too powerful. <laughs> Ain't that a fact? And just like imagine if they took the cell arena and just built one of those OG giant fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! like stage things on it. That'd be fucking hilarious. Goku would be like, what the fuck is going on right now, dude? <laughs> I bet Goku would get so bored so quickly. Like, why the aren't they fighting? The hologram monsters would be lit, dude. Gohan would like that shit though. A hundred percent. Gohan's a nerd. Yeah, no, he 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 right there with us on that one. But so yeah, do you think you think Cell would actually like participate in the dueling? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Think so? he, he thinks he's, a, he's so much better than everybody at everything. Yeah, of course dude, he, he would. He has to be the perfect being, so he has to be the king of the cell games. Exactly. See? See? So my question is, is is he gonna give him is, is he gonna give Cell a deck of cards that is shitty? Because nah, you know Cell don't nah, have that's, a that's deck. not that's not Yugi. And Yugi's not gonna do that. <laughs> He's going to pull out a Kaiba briefcase and just throw out and say, build your pathetic cars, Cell. <laughs> okay, okay. I like it. Okay. But I did get a little inspiration from this one. There's a hilarious YouTube, like, uh, whole saga from a guy named Devil Artemis. And he has a video out there called The Perfect Duelist Saga, where it's literally just a bunch of random people dueling Cell. And it's all meme fucking cards and it's hilarious. And we'll post it in the Discord. Definitely check it out. Huge shout out to my boy there. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to peep that. Yeah. No, if, if it's something to do with this, yeah. No, I'm, I'm with that 100%. <laughs> but two great picks, two very different picks here. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all know mine. Mine is uh, also pretty different. I, I picked him for completely different reasons. Uh, he's Soka from Hunter Hunter. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, right off the bat, Hisoka has no fucking chance. Like, he, he <laughs> bro can't win. Like, it's just like, it's not going to happen. Um, but Hisoka, like, like, how many times has Hisoka been on screen and, like, you've been bored? You're always, always wondering what he's going to do. And, like, he's such a good manipulator. I feel like he could, like, play on Cell's ego. To like either get Cell to fuck up, not to the point where he's gonna win. That's just not gonna happen. That's out of the cards. Uh, but like he he could probably piss him off really really well uh, by playing into his ego or trying to offend him and whatnot. And Hisoka's just always up to some fuck shit. And seeing like two, uh, uh, a narcissist and an absolute weirdo uh, kind of go at it and like have that banter back and forth would be just very very fun. It would. Um. And like the fact that his Hisoka like just loves violence, I think he would also maybe not enjoy getting beaten, but like he'd be like, okay, this guy's like he's worth losing to. 
Uh, so I think it, I think it'd be, <laughs> I think it'd be a fun end for Hisoka and Cell would, uh, after getting manipulated for maybe a couple of episodes, because uh, I think Hisoka could bluff him for a little bit and tr- try to fuck with him, uh, like he's done some other characters in Hunter Hunter. I think it'd be fun. He'd be fun as fuck. Well, the thing is, is like though, if he pisses Cell off, wouldn't Cell just like like annihilate him instantly? I think Hisoka is so good at manipulation, he could piss him off without getting killed. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and I, I think... For a time. For a time. And <laughs> since Sen can't... Or not Sen, Jesus Christ. Cell can't see Nen. Yes, he also can't see Nen. So Bungie Gum could fuck with him a lot. Oh, yeah. Imagine you just build giant spider webs of Bungie Gum everywhere, and just Cell's just like getting stuck. It'd be yes. hilarious. I think he'd eventually get through it with like key blasts and shit like that. But yeah, I think we could get a couple episodes out of this fight before the uh the jigs up and Hisoka's just sent before, to King Kai. Before Hisoka's life points hit zero. <laughs> <laughs> Is Hisoka participating in a duel too? That'd be nuts. I mean he's always got his damn cards, bro. I'm sure he's got a right? mean deck, yeah. Dude, he's definitely got quite a few magicians in his deck. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> but man, yeah, I think this should just be f- fun as fuck to watch. We know how it's going to end, but hey, you know, you give it give it 30 minutes before the end of it. You, you're going to have some fucking fun. I, th- I think, I've, you know, we're, we're focusing on, you know, if, um, you know, Sale versus whoever, but, you know, it doesn't... Um, it doesn't just go straight to sell, you know. Hisoka would have to fight other people first, and that those no. would actually be decent fights, right? That that's, that's not, not how it works. That's so not the cell game works. Everybody, excuse Tyler because he is not <laughs> CTBC. Okay, Shame. so the so the cell games is it actually is everybody taking turns fighting cell. Oh, okay, so it's not okay. like an actual tournament. It's just him, like pretty Check much. Up. Stroking his ego and saying like I'll beat you all one by one. Fuck you. Okay, that's even more interesting than I. I thought. Um, yeah. Okay. That's a that's a fun fact then. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it would be fun. <laughs> um, he would have to go right after Hercule though. I think that would be the most fun. Um, I think that would be really good TV because like he would be like wouldn't be taking Hisoka serious and probably Hisoka get mad at me and say all right let me turn this shit up to ten. <laughs> that's a great storytelling for you boys Dan yeah. let's get into here my guy who is it is it my turn or Dan's oh it's your turn Tyler my bad okay uh my second one is I know y'all haven't seen this yet but reincarnated as a slime y'all haven't seen it right no Okay. I've seen like the first like four or five episodes, but yeah, no, oh. not really. Okay, so well, you 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 know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Mr. Slime himself, uh, Rimuru Tempest. Mm-hmm. So this dude is, if you want to call him a dude, I, he's a slime. I don't guess he has a gender. I don't know. Um, he's OP <laughs> as hell. Yeah. Um, he's very OP. He's got an ability called the Predator, and this ability makes him. Um, able to absorb and understand and use the abilities and mem and also know the memories 
and skills use the skills as well of anything and anyone that he consumes. So, and he also has regeneration, and he also has what's called Great Sage, which is a very high uh, IQ, very knowledgeable internal voice, kind of like AI, that has the ability to problem solve and analyze situations in real time. Yeah, it's like a little well. computer in his fucking head, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great sage. And honestly, with these skills, he could have a chance at um sell. Uh especially if like he maybe you know, I know that um Cell gave everyone like time to train. So what if Rimuru like went around uh you know, just absorbing people, uh, you know, that's more lower level and gaining their abilities too, plus his abilities, and then went and tried to fight Cell. So the only, having watched both shows, the, the only way it would work is if he absorbs some of the Z fighters. So like to power scale, um, I'm not a power scale. I'm going to do the best yeah. I can here, right? <laughs> so say, Dan, do you remember what power level Cell's at? It's like a couple hundred thousand, right? Or let's, let's, let's give it half a million. And a normal it's, person I mean, is it's like over a million. Okay, it's over a million. A normal person is like nineteen. Okay. So it's like you would have to consume a lot of people, or like one of like the people that are actually fighters. So it's not like that's it's, what I'm saying. I think he okay. has the ability to actually consume one of the fighters. We and are then kind of work off. his way up. You know, two point five billion. Two point five billion. Okay. But I mean, he's pretty strong as he is, um, because of all his abilities. I mean, he 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 took over one of the sh- strongest beings in uh in in the uh, slime world right off the get go with the dragon. So, um, forget his name though. Uh, but I feel like he could probably get like a lower uh, Z fighter. Probably and have a good chance against them and maybe absorb them and just keep going, you know, work his way up. Um, to so when he absorbs them, he kills them, correct? And would they become him? Yeah, like, so they, they're inside of this him. Is, this is just cell two because how cell gains his powers <laughs> is by absorbing people with his tail. Yes, yes, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're just getting. Sell me, sell. Let's go. <laughs> basically, basically, anyone he absorbs, he retains like all their memories, and he's able to use all their skills and abilities to the fullest. Honestly, so, this is a good one. Yeah. So this this is like a very but uh, it all it all it's hinges up, on prep prep time, you know. And we all know Cell gave them prep time, though. Slime's like Batman. He just needs prep time. Yeah. I'm just sitting here thinking about it, though, and it would literally just be Cell versus Cell because Cell is made with the DNA of Goku, Frieza, Vegeta, everybody. Yes. Yes. And has, like, all their memories, all their battle battle data imported into him. Like, this is just Cell versus Cell, but one is going to be a little gooey. But does he have the great sage? (laughs) Cell is basically the great sage. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, he just has all the data. He has the data already. 
Yeah, so it's it'd be it, a very fun matchup yeah. to say the least. But if it's you all- if you throw Rimuru in there like with no prep time, like he's probably especially since um it's not a like a real tournament, it's like a you know next up fight sell whatever. Um, if you there's just if you just threw him in there versus sell right off the get go, he probably doesn't have a chance, you know. But if you give him that. What was it like a year? I think is what my buddy told me, right? Well, no, they had like a week. Yeah, it was it just a few days. days. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was longer than that. No, they went in the hyperbolic time chamber where one day is equal to a year in time. Oh, okay, okay, uh, that makes more sense. But anyways, uh, you know, I feel like any amount of preparation he could probably do at least a, get get enough going on. He's, you know, he's. I'm pretty sure he can teleport too, so like it, it's not an issue. So, Rimuru fucking around <laughs> with Cell, that would be a sight to see. <laughs> that would be a fucking sight to see. We can put him in like some Saiyan armor, get him all dripped out. Yeah, yeah I mean they yeah. both have regeneration and everything, so it'd be it'd be a intense, long um fight. It I just, actually would. Yeah, if oh. if uh if Rimuru could somehow get a, a hold of Freeze, I'd actually give the give the uh the nod to Rimuru on this one as odd as that is to say yeah i think i think he has like a really solid chance to win this oh he skater, could but i think he could he could probably talk some people into just letting him eat like them in order to defeat cell right like, trick them. they'll just get wished back with the dragon balls after boom it doesn't, it doesn't matter boom <laughs> we got apples for day in DBZ. Nobody's yeah. saying that. Yeah. I mean, Vegeta and Goku not going to have it, but yeah, maybe everybody else. Maybe. Yeah, so that, that's a pretty that's a pretty interesting uh, interesting uh, pick, I think. But it, it hinges on a couple of things. He can't just go straight in there and say, oh, I'm... He can't, he can't be like Saitama, you know? So. True. True. That's very true. He has had some strategy to it, but it is it's a possible win. I yeah. agree with you on that one. Um, Dan, what you got for us, brother? Yeah, so I got one. I don't think he can win um based on the power scaling that I understand, but I'm going with gear five Luffy. Okay. I think Toon Force would be hilarious and Cell would be so pissed off. <laughs> you don't you don't think he would be able to win? Like, God, not even no. have a chance? Oh, no. No, Luffy's no. not even, like, at Super Saiyan level, dude. Like, no. Luffy can destroy you a continent. get pummeled in DBC. Yeah. You can't destroy a planet. Okay, okay. That just ain't that big. It's big. You can blow up an <laughs> island, but not maybe... <laughs> not, not a planet. Yeah, no. He, he wouldn't have much of a chance. And, like, I mean, Cell, how seriously he tries to take everything, he would get so fucking mad at the Toon Force. <laughs> imagine Luffy just like pulling up the ground and fucking bouncing like Kai key blast back out of his shit. <laughs> It'd be fun, dude. I think I think Cell would like struggle to like understand oh, what's man. going on for at first. Like he'd be like, "What? What the actual fuck is this?" <laughs> well, yeah, dude, the whole arena is going to be a bouncy house at that point. Like, yes, yes. But then he'll just like start flying, and it won't matter. But uh, I think it'd be really funny, and I, d- I don't even know how Cell would react to Luffy, dude. I think it'd be so funny. Yeah, I think he'd be pretty off balance at first, because, like, I mean, Luffy could turn him into rubber. Yeah. Hey, it'd get fucking wacky. Yeah, I mean, we know Luffy that. Jump rope in with fucking Cell, dude. 
<laughs> I'd pay money to see that somebody make that. It would definitely be a fun, uh, fun fight to see with Luffy. Cause you never, you would never know what to expect um, out right. of his Gear Five stage. So, but yeah, I definitely don't think he could take him. Unfortunately, maybe I don't know. We'll have to see how strong Luffy gets towards the end of One Piece in forty-seven years. Who knows? There might be a Gear Six, bro. What do you think about that? According to the internet, we're gonna get Gear Death. That's the one you see floating around right now a lot. Just like Luffy's pissed off. It's really but. dumb. I'm glad Oda Sensei is writing this and not the people on Twitter. Because let me tell yeah. you, they are trash. I honestly think that there is another gear because, you know, I mean, why not? But uh, I just don't know what that would entail, honestly. So I just yeah, don't Tyler know. said, fuck it, we ball. <laughs> I don't know how you get past an awakened God, but. <laughs> I mean, you know. It's Luffy, man. <laughs> He's got to surpass his limits. So. Fuck, you beat me to it. <laughs> Damn, I was going to take part. <laughs> he was going to take part. <laughs> oh, my God. Got to be quicker than that, bro. Yeah, I'll get him next time. No, I'll get him next time. <laughs> oh, but my yeah. God. That's you got. Uh, I got all my... Another okay. one where I just want to see like the interaction uh, in between the, the two, right? I more want to see how All Might would react. And, um, but uh, I, I think he would have like some problems here from a mental standpoint because All Might's whole thing is like having to be the strongest, right? And having that burden of being the, the strongest character. And, you know, um, him being the weakest person out there, but that's a big ego hit. I don't see how he puts a smile on while fighting Cell and getting absolutely demolished. Because I know All Might's going to take it super serious because the world is on the line. And Cell's just going to be toying around with him. And he's really not going to be able to do anything about it. All Might just fucking punches shit for the most part. You know? And uh, I just, I just like, I'm imagining, you know, like, All Might saying, you know, help has arrived because I am here. <laughs> and just getting punched in the fucking face. <laughs> so, I mean, go ahead. So I'm kind of curious what, how All Might compares to Saitama as far as punching goes. Saitama's wow. way stronger. So I Googled, could All, meet, All Might beat Cell in a fight? And. <laughs> The first thing that came up was because Yamcha and All Might were to fight, who would win? And everybody's saying Yamcha. That's so what I'm saying, saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> These universes yeah. ain't even fair. Yeah, no, it's it's not fair. And that's what would be so interesting about it. Um, I, I don't think All Might would take take to it well being being made a joke out of. Just and imagine. being under no pressure. Like he's just there to be there. Like he's pretty much Hercule in this situation. Just imagine Deku watching it, just bawling his eyes out. <laughs> that would be so sad. <laughs> that would be so sad. <laughs> Sitting there with his All Might action figure as a kid watching it on TV. I would. That, that's the only time I would defend Deku crying. Um, <laughs> Damn. It would be that sad. It would be that sad. Like, you know, the protector of peace, just getting his shit rocked. I mean, probably not even getting his shit rocked because Cell's so narcissistic. He would probably try to like beat All Might down mentally 
before he even like actually beat his ass. He would just like, de- you know, just tank punches and be like, what, what, is that it? Is that all you got, big boy? Did did you say uh, Detroit smash or did you say um, butterfly smash? Because I'm not sure what you got going on here, buddy. Yeah, no, he would absolutely <laughs> destroy him mentally. And I think that would be fun to see. You know, I know a lot of people like All Might. I like All Might, but shit. Having, you know, seeing him on like the back foot and the symbol of fucking peace getting his shit rocked and degraded in front of God and everybody would be different. So you're saying you would you just want to see All Might humiliated? Yes. Yes. That's I'll wild, come out and say bro. It. I'll come out and what say if- it. Like Look, it, it would just be interesting, wouldn't it? Like, what about his whole what about character would be like shattered? What about America, mommy? You ain't got to bring her into this. What you yeah, we for? have to because she's like basically all mine. No, she's not. She's not nearly <laughs> at that level. She's a she's American mommy. <laughs> Thick thighs ain't taking cell down, buddy. Y'all are killing me, man. I was about to mm. <laughs> Thick thighs ain't gonna save no lives. Um I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> but yeah, no. Every, everybody gets rocked. Uh like I said, scaling up to DBZ is is it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how powerful the characters are. I think Yamsha would actually get beaten. Maybe. But you get no. the TN and it's a wrap. I don't think so, man. Like you gotta remember how like strong they actually are. And Yamcha's a joke at DBZ, but he's gotta be like star level power or some shit at this point, you know? Cause he he's can't hang with Goku, but Goku can destroy a fucking multiple galaxies at once, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Krillin would definitely take all my uh yeah, all of the lower level Z fighters are are kind of washing him. So him fighting Cell is just it ain't pretty. What about what about Chao like train wreck? Chao Su probably box him up. You think so? I don't yeah. know. I Even though Chao he's a Pokemon. <laughs> oh, low blows. We're back to him. <laughs> uh yes, Tyler's uh canon viewing of Dragon Ball Z he found on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, just got her upside down. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I I, th- I think yeah. I, I think uh I think all might probably would beat him though. You know, I mean, ninety nine percent of anime verses are getting fucking washed by Cell. So like, yes, yes, yes. Who could beat him though? Sailor Moon. Mm, okay. Okay. Really? Yeah, she gets crazy fucking in the end, dude. Holy shit! That's yeah, no, she is unfortunate. Like That's unfortunate. U- universe ending powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know who, who else could definitely defeat Cell? Gurren Lagan. Uh, you know my buddy my buddy said uh, that watches Dragon Ball Z he, he actually come up with uh, Arceus he said Arceus could do it probably the god of the Pokemon world yeah so, I can see that I mean okay, okay. if he can create he can destroy right yeah I, I mean, I assume I, I don't know m- much about like Arceus is his, his abilities and stuff, but so I don't really know. But yeah, I don't I get like that the, deep into it. The, like the Pokemon, like the Pokedex descriptions. Like if you use Pokedex descriptions, like a lot of Pokemon are like actually mad strong. I mean, yeah, Palkia and Dialga are the uh, 
fucking rulers of space and time. I don't know what Saul's doing against them. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one right there. And Arceus is their daddy, so... <laughs> that so, sounds like a pretty easy clap. So is Pokemon, like, outscaling DBZ right now? Ooh. No, because Ooh. we're not talking about where D- Dragon Ball has gone with Super. They have, like, gods and shit now. Yeah, it's the god of, of destruction is... It's, it's low-key kind of corny to me, but that's for another day. Bigger, better <laughs> boxing, and that's all we want with Dragon Ball. That's what it's okay. for. That's that's it right there. There's no plot. It doesn't matter. Just show me the boxing. <laughs> He's not lying. Well. Awesome. Well, guys, we hope you appreciated those couple of segments we did. Let us know who you think could take Cell in a 1v1. Hop in the Discord, linktree.com slash animedgens. And we'll catch you next week for the weekly rundown. See ya. Bye. Bye.